Book of Exodus, chapter number 2. This morning we're going to look at a man that had two mothers. And look at the choices that these mothers made to shape not only this man's life, but it shaped the country's life. It shaped the people's life. It shaped the lineage of Jesus. And the choices these women made not only impacted themselves, not only impacted their kids, but continue to impact people today. Book of Exodus chapter number 2, we're going to begin in verse number 1. Book of Exodus chapter number 2, verse number 1. And there went a man of the house of Levi and took a wife of the daughter of Levi. The woman conceived and bare a son, and when she saw him, he was a goodly child. She hid him three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took him for an ark of bulrushes and dabbed it with slime, with pitch, put the child therein, and she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. The sister stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. And daughter of Pharaoh came to wash herself at the river. Her maidens walked along by the river's side. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. When she had opened it, saw the child, and behold, the babe wept. And she had compassion on him, and said, This is one of the Hebrews' children. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she might nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, Take this child away and nurse it for me, and I will give thee wages. The woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her son and she called his name Moses. And she said, because I drew him out of the water. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we love you. Lord, we thank you for the blessings of life you've given us. We thank you for the, the blessings you've given us to be able to meet here. God, to come together as a church this morning. We thank you for mothers, God, for even our own mother. The love that you've shown through them toward us. God, we thank You for Your mercy. We ask that You look on us this morning. God, as we open Your Word, that we could open our hearts. Lord, we'd be willing to have hear what You'd have to say to us through Your Word, through Your Holy Spirit. Lord, most of all, if we one lost among us this morning, I pray that they could see their need of a Savior, that they could see that same love that Christ had for them. Believe on Him before it be too late. Thank You for the blessings of life. Thank You most of all for Jesus. In His name we pray. Amen. This morning we read about Moses, and we all know that Moses had exactly two mothers. He had the mother who birthed him, and then he had the mother who took him, the mother who claimed him. And this morning, we're going to look at the the choices that these mothers made. The first choice was the the choice to give life. If you hadn't hadn't watched the news lately, there's a lot in the news about this giving life thing. There's a lot in the news about the Supreme Court looking into the, the, the abortion laws. At this time during Exodus... Let's back up to chapter number 1, verse number 22. Pharaoh charged his people, saying, Every son that is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive. At this point in time in history, the Hebrew children were multiplying to the point that they were outnumbering the Egyptians. Since the Hebrews were in slavery at this time, the Egyptians could not have that. So they took and they began to kill every male child. The first choice that this mother made was the choice to keep the child. She hid this child for months. If you've heard a baby scream and cry, you know it's not hard to hide. It's not easy to hide hide kids. It's not easy to keep them hidden. It's not easy to keep them quiet. It's not easy to not let someone know that you have kids running around. 
I went to a wedding yesterday and I, I walked up to deliver and I built an arch for the ceremony. I went to deliver it and the girl that was there, she, she's got a kid. She said, oh, don't look up toward my house. I hadn't cleaned up yet. You tell she had kids. It looked like she had seven or eight, but she only had one. But it looked like she had a whole bunch of them. But you can tell whenever people have kids. You can tell. My trailer that we live in, if, if Bailey didn't live there, well, it was kind of lonesome this morning, but... If Bailey wasn't there, you wouldn't step on Legos. You wouldn't hear in the middle of the night these, these, these toys that you wind up. And you wouldn't hear them finally cranking down. You wouldn't see DVDs and books scattered everywhere. You, you wouldn't find pacifiers in every single drawer in the house. But because you have kids, you do, and, and, and you, it's hard to hide that. So the first choice that we see that this mother did, and it was 100% out of love, it was something that was completely and totally her choice, was the ability, the, the choice to give Moses life. To save this child. She bare him. In verse 2 it says that she saw that he was a goodly child. And she hid him for three months. Her faith in God. Her faith in not taking life. Her faith in not committing murder. Her conviction. Her God. Is what saved Moses' life. Her love for that child. Her love for her God saved that child's life. She hid him as long as he could. The second choice that we see is, is the second mother. She knew the decree that Pharaoh had made. And this was this was Pharaoh's daughter. She knew the law that, that this kid, that this guy had made. She knew what was supposed to happen. And whenever she found this child, she said, This is a Hebrew child. She knew what was supposed to happen. But the Bible says that she had compassion on him. The word compassion means to show pity for, to have compassion on. She spared this child. She chose rather to disobey her father, rather to go against what everybody else has been commanded to do. And yet she chose to give life to this child out of love, out of compassion. It is extremely difficult to describe the word love without using the word compassion. It's hard to, to be loving towards someone without having compassion on them. Jesus told His disciples. He told everybody. The question was asked, what is the first and great commandment? He told them. He said, love God, love people. Love your neighbor as yourself. And the man said, well, who is my neighbor? And He told them the story of the Good Samaritan. The one man walked by and he seen him and he kept on going. The next man walked by and saw this man beaten down, bloody and dying, and he kept walking by. And finally, a man came, a Samaritan, and picked him up, doctored his wounds, and took him to a, took him to a place where he could be cared for. And Jesus asked him, he said, which of these men was his neighbor? And they said, that, that one that showed compassion on him. That one that showed him love. I don't believe that it was an accident that this woman found Moses. I believe that God knows what He's doing. I believe that He knew what He was doing back then. I believe that it was in this woman's heart to have compassion for this kid. Whether she had compassion for all the others. Thank God for the mothers from, from Moses' day to today. Thank God for the mothers that choose life. Thank God for the mothers who have compassion. Thank God for the mothers who show love. Thank God for the mothers who choose life. For both of these women, killing that kid would have been the easiest. Killing that kid would have been the easiest thing that they could have done. They wouldn't have had to hide. They wouldn't have had to fear. 
They could have just followed the rules. They would have been guilt free because the law says throw him in the river. The law says to destroy him. The law says to get rid of him. But God's law says love. These people were taught what love was. These people were taught whenever Joseph ended up bringing all of his family into into Egypt. And thus began their multiplying in the land of Egypt. And that's how they got into slavery. But whenever they brought them in there, Joseph, Joseph brought his family into Egypt out of love to spare that family even after everything that they had done to him. And these two mothers, at great personal risk, I'm not entirely sure the Bible don't say what the, the punishment would have been. But I believe that they would have lost their life if Pharaoh would have caught them harboring this kid and not killed him. In chapter number 1, verse number 17, it says, But the midwives feared God. People in, in even in Egyptian bondage still feared God. Even when all the rest of the world was saying murder don't matter, they still feared God. I'm not a political person. And they didn't have CNN whenever Moses was born. But it didn't matter what was going on around them. It didn't matter at what personal risk Pharaoh's daughter had whenever she picked this child up. Whenever she said, I will take care of this child, I will do this. It didn't matter what the risk was to her. When Moses' mother hid her, it didn't matter what the risk was to her. They chose life. And thank God for mothers that choose life. The second choice that we want to look at is the choice of love. While love is an absolutely crazy four-letter word, it encompasses way more than we could ever wrap our head around. Love is still a choice. Love is an absolute choice. We have the choice to love others. We have the choice to love our kids. We have the choice to love our parents. We have the choice to love our God. We have a choice to make. Yes or no. Love or not. Love is a choice. Whenever God created the heavens, created the earth, before He created man, He made a choice to love mankind. He made a choice. Before the heavens were formed, Jesus knew that He was going to have to make a choice. Jesus made a choice to love mankind. The Bible says, Greater love hath no man ever than the one that would lay down his life. Jesus laid down His life for us out of love. These two women, both of them made a choice to love Moses. It is a choice to love people. And these women made a choice. Verse number 7, it says... <clears throat> And then said the sister to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go and call thee a nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said, Go. And the maid went and called the child's mother. I know in hindsight, they probably didn't know. But sitting here reading this story, can you appreciate the irony? Can you appreciate the irony that the one who spoiled Pharaoh Whenever the Hebrew children was laid out by Moses, they took more than they came in with. They spoiled the Egyptians. They took everything out of that place. They took gold. They took silver. They took food. They took raiment. They took cattle. They took oxen. They took everything. They spoiled them. Whenever Pharaoh and his people started following them, God killed them with the sea. 
and Pharaoh paid Moses' mother to raise him. People have said it. I believe it. I think God has a sense of humor. I think He does. He created us in His own image and I have a sense of humor, right? I think that God has a sense of humor because of the irony that we find in the Bible. Pharaoh was trying to keep the Hebrew children suppressed. His goal was to keep them low enough, keep them small enough, keep them from rising up, keep them from hurting any Egyptians, keep them from being a problem, keep them as free labor. That was his goal. That was his purpose. And the one baby that was saved by his daughter cost him all of that. And he paid for it. He paid for the raising of that. Pharaoh's daughter had compassion. She spared Moses. And she did that out of love. She chose life out of love. She chose I heard it said one time and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget it. Verse number 10. She called his name Moses because I drew him out of water. The the word Moses means to be drawn out. And this baby was drawn out of the water and this baby drew out God's people out of Egypt. That's a little bit more irony. But she did it out of love. Moses' mother didn't murder him out of love. She put him in the, in the bulrushes and in the flags out of love. Pharaoh's daughter pulled this kid out of, the, out of the water. She raised him. She gave him to the Hebrew children, uh, to the Hebrew lady until, she came, until he came of age out of love. This man was raised in Pharaoh's house. Flip over, let's read it. Hebrews chapter number 11. Hebrews 11 is known as the faith chapter. We're going to read verse number 23. It says, By faith Moses, when he was born, was hid three months by his parents because they saw he was a proper, Exodus says, a goodly child. They were not afraid of the king's commandments. It's hard to let things in this world get us to to the point that we don't make godly decisions. It's easy to let things influence the way that we think, but, but these people did not. Moses' parents did not let the world around them influence the decision they made. They still made their decision based on their faith in God. Based on right and wrong. Based on good and evil. They still made their decision on that. Whenever the whole world around them was telling them no, Moses' mother chose love above all else. Let's continue reading verse 24. By faith Moses, when he was come to years, Refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. Where these two mothers separate. Where the choices of these two mothers split is in God. Moses' real mother raised him. and She raised him to be a goodly child, but also to be a godly child. She raised him in good and evil. She raised him knowing who God was. She raised him in that same faith that she hid him with. She raised him in that same love that she hid him with. And she raised Moses to be this leader that God needed. She raised Moses to know right and wrong as God needed. Both of these mothers chose very, 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 very difficult decisions. 
They were put in what seems to be impossible situations. Nevertheless, both of these mothers chose life. We may be faced with opportunities. We may be faced with decisions that we make. And it may not be a life and death situation. But you can guarantee that throughout our life, man, women, child, it don't matter. Mother, father, anything in between. We're going to be faced with choices like these mothers did. A choice to choose love or a choice to not. We're going to be faced with a choice to raise our kids in God or to raise our kids in the house of the enemy, in Pharaoh, in the world. We're going to be given an opportunity to raise our kids according to the Gospel or according to whatever the world is saying. All of Egypt was saying, kill the kids. But God, what? God said, choose life. Ultimately, this man with two mothers led God's people out of captivity. Led God's people through a a wall of water on both sides. He walked across on dry ground. He led God's people into the wilderness and he hit a rock and water came out. This man was mightily used of God and it stems from love that two mothers had for them. book of Proverbs chapter number 31 talks about women. Whole chapter. If you get an opportunity to go read it. There's a lot in there and it don't take very long into reading it that you realize that it's near about impossible to be a Proverbs 31 type of person. But if we want to have the same love that Moses' mothers had for him, if we want to have the same love, it begins with Jesus Christ who first loved us. It begins with that same love that Christ extended us in this morning. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you don't yet know that love. You may know the love of a mother, but you don't know the love of a Heavenly Father until you experience Christ. You may know the love of a friend or family. You may know the love that you have for your kids, for your family. But you'll never know true love until you experience the love that Jesus had whenever He came to this earth whenever He lived on this earth, whenever He was ridiculed, whenever He stood on that cross and His mother watched Him die. You'll never know the love that He had until you experience Him. Until you believe on Him with all of your heart. Until you accept Jesus Christ. Until you have that faith. That same faith that Hebrews 11 talks about. Until you experience that love. You don't understand that word yet. You don't. You may think you do. The Bible says greater love had no man. No man. And Jesus laid down His life for us. This morning, if you believe on Him with your whole heart, God will save you for Jesus' sake. Well, we have a verse for song.